Thank you all for tuning in to Breathing is Highly Dangerous. We are giving our first breath, working toward and hoping for the next, all the while fearing our last. Welcome to the show. No. The event. A little bit more grand. The movement. That's better, I like that. The movement of the century. Well, movement, that may be a little bit much. How about a conquest to forbid the ones ignosable that try to impinge their iniquitous veracity to our faults? Here is your host. He puts the UN unusual, the P in pterodactyl. Not just why, he also asked how. Thank you all, and welcome back. Breathing is highly dangerous. This is Emmanuel here, and I am joined by Chance. He has a new book. It's called 14 Days in Beijing. He has his own experience with the world travels. This is something I encourage among everyone in our community, uh, among anyone really, but something especially with, with uh, Blacks black people that we need to see the world, need to have a better understanding of the world. So tell me sort of about what, what was the original inspiration for you to go to China of all places? Um, well, I, I, I mentioned it in the introduction of my book. Mm -hmm. um, I flashed back to, it was one Saturday morning when I was younger, I was probably like seven, eight years old. And my brother was probably like six or seven. And uh, we was having breakfast with our mom downstairs at the uh, table and she asked us what's three places in the world y'all want to go and i made sure that we go mm -hmm. first place in my mouth is china and when she asked why i was like shit that's just where everything's made you know what i'm saying just seeing that as a uh -huh. kid i'm like damn you look at everything <laughs> at the back of it say made in china made in china I'm like damn why is everything made from one place and what the fuck you know what i'm saying what the fuck the china got going on so that was always sparked interest in me um mm -hmm. i know 15 16 years later that you know what I'm saying? I would manifest exactly right. Folk, but, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's I ended up actually going out there and got to live out there for six months total. I was Why? Yeah. Did you become proficient in the language beforehand or you just sort of got accustomed when you went? Well, yeah. I started learning before uh so I had three months to get a, to get my visa. So within mm -hmm. that three months, I was taking the time out to study the language through apps and uh, stuff like that. And <clears throat> I knew I learned just enough to move and groove and like and just maneuver. Like far as us having a full in depth conversation, mm -hmm. yeah, no, nah, I couldn't do that, not at all. But I knew just you know what I'm saying. If I need to buy some shit, or I need to go somewhere. You know what I'm saying. The basics, yeah. Basic, basic, basic dialogue for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. And once I got, I was made around English speakers, so mm -hmm. I never, I didn't really have to use it unless we going out to eat or we going to the markets or you know what I'm saying. We out in public. You know yeah. That's that's amazing, and I just I just I can't believe I forgot this, but my sister has like such a deep infatuation. Well, she's uh, majoring in language in college right now, and she's. Uh, doing Chinese right now, so she really wants to go to China. I should have, I should have had her join us. But uh, so China, fifteen years later, you 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 go to China. What was what was the intent like at that at that point? Like I know you said you had. So um, after I graduated from college, uh, Stetson University, with a bachelor's degree in communication and media studies. Stetson. Yeah, Stetson. In Florida. Yeah. I yeah, I got a scholarship to that. Okay, let's go. <laughs> hey, you should have slid. It was no, just, I mean, hey, I bet it was. <laughs> yeah, I graduated from there, and I played football there as well. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. They're so, called, like, the Hatters or something, right? 
Yeah, yeah, the Hatters, Hatters, yeah. man. Go Hatters. <laughs> yeah, I got my degree in communication and media studies. And after um, I graduated in 2018, I landed my first job in China, teaching English. Wow. So yeah, that's how I ended up. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. When I trained to the east side of the world, for sure. Yeah. That. It, how was it being, uh, like, because I know it's not so uncommon now uh, for black people to go to China, but it's still, you know, a culture shock. Yeah. So how how was it with people interacting with you and then you interacting with that culture? Um, shit. Honestly, it was all love. You know what I'm saying? I love the good energy, good vibrations. Um, of course, you have, you know what I'm saying? People weren't used to, certain people mm -hmm. weren't used to, because I was in Beijing, so I'm in the capital, so it's a pretty yeah. big area, you know what I'm saying? So you have other foreigners. So if you're from Beijing, like, and especially the younger generation, they see us, they don't, they don't pay us no mind. It'd be mm -hmm. the old motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They'd be other parts of China <laughs> and move to Beijing. And when they do see us, they be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? They, they'll be surprised. Like, you'll see their expressions, but that's, yeah. for me, my experience, that's as far as they'll go. Like, they're probably, I had some folks like try to sneak pictures of me like this. And shit. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Experiences from other people. You know what I'm saying? I've heard that these folks walk up to you, grab your hair, just touch it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> they walk up to you. You know what I'm saying? Just push, take a selfie with you. No ass. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know what I'm saying? Shit, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? For real. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the attention, so I definitely wasn't, I didn't uh, take anything negative away from it. But um, all in all, you know what I'm saying? They're just extremely curious because, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's China, Chinese people over there, billions of them. Most of them have not been outside of China, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, come across somebody from a different culture, uh, different ethnicity, and demographic. It's just like, oh, only thing I know about you is stereotypes. And that's the same for us here in America. We just ask ignorance of other cultures and other people, you know what I'm saying, heritage and all that other shit, just, you know what I'm saying, just as much as them. So it's just coming around the globe. That's like what you said, bro. You encourage everybody to travel, bro. Like, yeah, absolutely. You're going to learn so much about you, yourself, you know what I'm saying, the world, your world, you know what I'm saying, and the world that coexists within mm -hmm. the you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, it was dope, though. It was a dope experience. Like, I, some of the best customer service I've ever seen in my life. I oh, yeah? You folks bending over backwards. Bending <laughs> over backwards. Like, to the point, it's like, damn, bro. Like, you got to tell them to, like, chill just a little bit. Like, I understand. Like, I mm -hmm. appreciate, you know what I'm saying, your efforts and all that. But it's like, yeah, bro, you ain't got to go that hard. You know what I'm saying? It's all. I yeah. And they it's... don't tip it, like, you can't tip. That's what goes against their conduct. You know what I'm saying? They just, they flat rate. You try to give them some money, they gonna like, no, 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 they run away from you or mm -hmm. some shit like that. You know? Like, that's a cold, like, it's such a, like, the perception that a lot of black people have in America versus what the culture is, like, of the culture in the States versus the culture in China is, like, there's the cultural aspect of give more than being received. So there's that, first of all, so that customer service of being generous, right? And then on top of that, if they are knowledgeable about the the, the way that other people conduct themselves with black people in, in uh, prejudice and stuff, then they're going to sort of overcompensate for those people, right? Mm -hmm. So there's there's lots of elements of that. And then it comes, I, I, I like, like you said, it's like, you gotta tell them to stop a little bit. It's like, Hey, I did, 
I, I'm not special. Like, yeah, these <laughs> things, like I appreciate it, but uh, I I don't want to, like, there's certain people that will take advantage of that. And it's oh, yeah. sure. like, you have to be willing enough to know that are they doing it like because it's just culturally based and that's something that they do standard or are they making an extra exception for you? It's like, how much are you willing to accept that extra exception? for like the compensation is when it's it's not always necessary sometimes it's like you know what i'm saying like just for me being a person like you said a man of color in that point in time i had locks that hung down to like my chest so oh wow so that's way different yo <laughs> yeah i was mainly uh, on a, a vegetarian diet while out there so like we're going to talk to vegetarian restaurants and you know what i'm saying for the most part it's chinese people in here so to have not just me and probably two, three other people of color within their establishment, like, they just, like, it's marketing, marketable mm -hmm. in their aspects. So it's like, yeah, they go above and beyond. I remember we went to one vegetarian restaurant and we ended up meeting the, the general manager the same day. Like, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? She met, met her the same day she sat down with us and everything. They started bringing us extra food for free. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just try this, try this, try this. I'm just like, I was just blown away. I'm like, damn, bro, we just came here for lunch. <laughs> you feel <laughs> <laughs> me? You thought, yo, that uh, just, I guess that lifestyle is you can only see celebrities go through here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, bro, to go to some place where you're the, you know what I'm saying? The shit, honestly. Right, you cheated like a king, really. So, man, you're going to get all the praise and all the glory that you subconsciously and consciously know you deserve. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that shit was a vibe, though. It was like, man, it was, China was lit. China was lit. I have a question for you. I, I don't. I it might. It's sort of going up top. It's it's in the same vein, but it's going outside of China. It's coming back to the states for a second, because you have a very unique perspective on um, the way you interacted with the Chinese in mainland, but Beijing in Asia versus you come back to the relations between um, what's happening with like the Asian, like stop Asian hate, which is being blamed on black people in the United States. So then you see that division. How do you, what is it? What are your thoughts of that? When that started arising in the States, what was, what, what was going through your mind when that was happening? Um, just like I was saying before, just a lack of understanding and a lack of knowledge and exposure of uh, the others. True, true, uh, you know what I'm saying? ethics and go about when it comes to life all we do is just follow stereotypes you know what i'm saying and a, a lot of stereotypes live up to you know what i'm saying what they you know what i'm saying <laughs> so you know what i'm saying it's just like just a lack of understanding that's all everything is and a lack of communication as well you know what i'm saying but um like i said i enjoyed the you know what i'm saying the company i was around especially amongst the native chinese people while i was over there and even mm -hmm. coming back here and I, you know what I'm saying, I do come across them, and I, you know what I'm saying, I say, yeah, I lived in China for a little bit, you know what I'm saying, I start speaking Mandarin to them, and it's just like, you know what I'm saying, they whole demeanor, they whole vibe change, it's like, okay, you know what I'm saying, they really cool, like, Chinese people are cool as fuck, you know what I'm saying, China is they're very strict, it's a very strict country, very uh, disciplined land, you know what, mm -hmm. what I'm saying, so, with that being said, it ain't no just, no crazy motherfuckers over there, like here in America, you know what I'm saying, it ain't just like folks just throw it off, you know what I'm saying, mentally, you know say you ain't gonna come across too many Chinese folks like that for real, for real. Like it's so it's so strict that the police don't even have guns. This is what China's one of the safest places you can ever live. No cap. 
Yeah, it's this is the thing about China. There's there's so many, there's so much that they're doing so well, right? And uh, it's there's things that we can certainly admire and take from it because they their economy, their their structure is going to make them one of the next superpowers. They already are, but they're yeah, going to they already. Yeah, it's already happening. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you see with TikTok, people don't people fail to realize that that's perfect marketing. <laughs> you. <laughs> That's why I still ain't got on it. I still ain't got on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? I'm already know. I'm like, bro, so it's a bigger agenda to it, but that's a whole other topic. You know what I'm saying? We can, that's a whole other. I I got on it, and then I'm exposing the agenda, sir. I. <laughs> that's so what. It's a great tool to use, though. Absolutely. Time, so like, I can't knock it because I'm like, hey, you can really make some. You can market your ass off, you know what I'm saying, on this platform for sure. I respect success. I res yeah. even if the worst con, I am saying. You had to do something to get there. I respect the drive. Could you have done it for a different purpose? Yes. And I would have preferred <laughs> a different purpose. But I still respect that. Even like when I was over there, like, because uh, I was over there from 2018 to 2019. So mm -hmm. we talking three and two years, three to, two to three years ago. So like being over, going over there, the air pollution is real. So I'm already wearing masks every time I'm outside. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Come back here. A calendar year later, that's the norm we got. <laughs> over there, QR codes, they been had that shit. Come back over here, calendar year later. Oh yeah, everybody named mama got a QR code now. Got they QR codes are going so crazy, even homeless people had QR codes. You know what I'm saying? Homeless people asking for they nah, you can just scan my QR code, but you can send me some bread. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they they been on that shit, paying for shit on your phone, Apple Pay all that shit been going on over there. Uh DoorDash and Grubhub and Instacart, that shit been going on over there. Mm -hmm. So for me to come back and it's like damn whole calendar, I'm like damn everything I saw over there is like damn we just we're catching up. <laughs> we catching up. I'm like fuck them folks that's on some shit. Like I'm like that shit was it was just crazy. And then like I did I, my book 14 Days of Beijing. I was incarcerated mm -hmm. 14 days. Oh right, my! Calendar year later, you got them catch COVID. What you gotta do? Quarantine for 14 days. <laughs> I would like you to share uh, a little bit of that story. Give me a little bit of a taste, because I'm I want to read it actually. So, and I have a free version available of the book as well. So it's pretty much the first three chapters of the book. Okay, you know what I'm that's available for free on Amazon. So I can give y'all a brief synopsis of that, just because it's already fucking free. I locked up abroad in China for 14 days. I was locked up for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 15 niggas to one cell, nine wooden beds, and for 14 days straight, all I had was one bowl. And one spoon. Um, so everything pops off on uh, April 4th, 2019. Mm -hmm. It's Thursday for me, which is one of my days off from work. And uh, I'm planning on heading to an event later that afternoon. Uh, my company that I work for, they host team builders every month. So this event was, uh, you know, the ch Chinese fans, we get to customize our own, get to design mm -hmm. our own and everything. So around this time, Nipsey Hussle had just passed away. So I was gonna make, I was gonna designate my whole fan to him. I was gonna make a whole, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Marathon, Nipsey Hussle, you know what I'm saying? Uh, fan, and uh, I was gonna give it to my girl once I got back to the States. But, um, so yeah, that's what I plan on doing in the afternoon. So I go through my typical daily preparations. Mm -hmm. And once it's time to, it's almost something to get, start getting ready. I'm like, shit, I'm from the pregame before I head out to this event. For those that don't know what pre-gaming is, 
say you and a couple of your friends or get a group of your friends gonna go out to go party or go, you know what I'm saying, go out. But it's like, hey, let's stay at the crib. Let's uh, link up at the crib and let's get faded and, you know what I'm saying, party here for a little bit. Then we gonna go to the action. Mm-hmm. So I was like, shit, I'm finna pregame before I slide. So it's just me, I'm in the apartment, you know what I'm saying? Uh, sipping the wine coolers, smoking some cannabis at my little pipe. Uh, listening to music, just vibing out. Once I finish, I'm finna get ready to, uh, to get uh, to go. So as I'm, you know what I'm saying, finalizing everything, I hear a knock at the door. Guess I'm not familiar, so I'm, I'm like, who this is? Look through the peephole, it's three officers from the Beijing police on the other side of the, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so I got them, I scramble to put everything up and I open the door and they walk straight in. Officer that's in front, he starts speaking to me in Mandarin. It isn't long before he realizes that I have no clue what the hell he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? So he pulls out his phone, he speaks into the translator app and he shows me the translation and it reads, are you on drugs? I'm lying my ass off. I'm like, nah, nah, you tripping. Like, what you talking about? Like, nah, bro, nah. Um, he speaks into it again and it shows me the second translation that says, um, are there any drugs in the house? Again, my boy, where are you getting this information from? No, I don't know what you're talking about. You, passport? Yeah, but that's probably what you You need to see my passport, bro. I, let me go grab that for you. So I go grab my passport, uh, apartment contract, my visa, all my documents. I go back into the living room, slap all that shit on the table. Like, bro, this is what you need. This is what you need to look over. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I am who I say I am. All this other shit you talking about, I don't know what you're talking about, but this is what you need right here. So he's sitting there going over the documents. The other two uh, officers are gen- uh, walking around the apartment, gently scanning it. You know what I'm saying? They have wandering eyes, but they ain't really like looking into nothing. Or nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Scoping the place out. They tell me to sit down at the, uh, my dining room table. So I do. And after some time passes, I hear footsteps coming down the hall. Cause the front, they left the front door still open. They didn't close the door. So I hear footsteps coming down the hall. I lean back to look. It's another officer coming to the apartment. He got something in his hand. I don't think nothing of it. You know what I'm saying? And then once he walks in, he hands the item to the officer I was originally speaking to. And then that officer communicates to me through body gestures and miming to pee into the cup. So it was a drug, uh, drug test right there on the spot. Right then and there, I knew this shit was over with. <laughs> I knew it was over with. I'm like, oh shit, boy, I just got done smoking probably y'all niggas knocking on my door. It's over with, boy. So do the drug test, fail it, of course. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And by this time, it's like, Six, it's about six, seven officers in the apartment now. Um, and they really like, they they ransacking. You know what I'm saying? They looking through my shit for sure, for sure. And there's one officer that had entered, that's entered the apartment by now. And uh, he speaks mm-hmm. English fluently. So he's pretty much interrogating me on about, okay, if you failed your drug test, where'd you get the weed from? Yeah, you know, he just wanted, he's just pressing my line to see if I'm going to give him any information in regards to who my supplier is. So I'm high as fuck. I'm panicking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my ass off so but i'm so high and i'm panicking that like every time he asks me a question my story is changing up like i'm catching myself lying so i know for a fact he's catching me lying but mm-hmm. i'm still hey i'm from atlanta i'm just gonna continue to see that <laughs> until you know, so i can't no more after he realized i wasn't gonna give him so, no information he was like all right all right we know it's we it's know it's weed in the house you know what i'm saying we know where it's at specifically essentially that's what he's he didn't say all of this specifically but he, he asked me like, is there, any, you know, what I'm saying, are there, are there any drugs in the house? And like, a specific, he had, he said two specific places. I won't give this, uh, the places he said just because you know, what I'm saying, read the book, but he gave mm-hmm. two places exactly where I hit it. So when he said that, I was just like, oh, yeah, it's over with. Y'all folks already know. So I get up to go show him where I hit it, and lo and behold, the shit was all they already found it. They just wanted to see if I was gonna 
give them any information. You know what I'm saying? Once they realized I wasn't, they was like, all right, come on, fuck it. So they ended up throwing the cuffs on me and sent me down in the uh in the um in the police van. And now I'm just reflecting, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. Just thinking like, damn, okay, now this shit this shit is real. Like this shit really finna go down. I don't know what's finna happen to me. Um the officer I was speaking to, he's no longer in the picture now. So I'm with these two other officers that I know for a fact don't speak <laughs> English, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know mm-hmm. what's finna happen. I can't communicate. Shit, I know I'm gonna be good, but shit, I, I don't know how this shit finna play out. So it's just like, man, just, I told myself to just take note of every minor detail because it's gonna be a great story to tell and to enjoy this hot one last time. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no telling what the fuck finna happen. So go to one precinct there for a little bit. Really, you know, I'm just sitting down handcuffed the whole time. Then end up at another precinct. And mm-hmm. I'm, that's why I'm there for 14 hours straight. Um, I do my interrogation, official interrogation, gave them a story to finesse with, um, take all my uh, mugshot, handprint and all of that. And then um, after being there 14 hours, I have me sign my contracts and stuff like that. And shit, now we in the car and I have no clue where we're going. So, you know what I'm saying? These folks ain't told me nothing. I've been with these folks all day. They ain't told me nothing. I'm just following orders. You know what I'm saying? So right. we ended up at the actual jail, you know what I'm saying? The actual penitentiary. So go to the nurse's office, do all the typical health work and shit. You know what I'm saying? Blood pressure and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you ain't got no diabetes and no shit like that. Um, go through that typical uh, procedure. And after that, they give me my uniform which is a blue jacket. Um, the top half of it is yellow, the bottom half is blue. Mm-hmm. On the left chest plate in red Chinese characters, it says uh, Beijing jail number six, it says the same thing on the back. Um, and the best way I can describe the way this jacket uh, feels and you know what I'm saying, wears is like a Dickies jacket, just like a Dickies jacket. Really? Like, yeah, just like just like a Dickies jacket. It's fit, feel, all of that shit, you know what I'm saying? Texture, all of it. It's the same exact, you know what I'm saying? But it's not Dickies. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's not Dickies. Is that a good thing? Uh, I mean... Not that, and it's not good to be in jail. Yeah, <laughs> but but, but jacket, like, despite where I was at, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't put it on, but I'm like, shit, this jacket kind of, it's kind of hard. Like, you know right. I don't think I've ever worn a Dickies jacket, but I'm imagining... I, I know what they look like, and I know what they look like, they feel like. And I'm like, yeah. that seems pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, it was guess They gave me a Dick's jacket. I had no shirt on, and they gave me some sweatpants and some sandals. They gave me one bowl and one spoon. Mm. Uh, walked me to uh, the, escort me to the upper level of the jail, and opened a cell 209, and shit. <laughs> All I see is just bodies, you know what I'm saying? It's because it's like four o'clock in the morning, so everybody, you know what I'm saying? Folks asleep, but I'm looking what they sleeping on. One, they sleeping on wood. <laughs> and then two, it's like, it's just, it's just a, it's a big ass pile of bodies. You know what I'm saying? It looked like mm-hmm. a slumber party or sleepover from back in the day. You was with your cousins or your, your partners or you play travel ball and it's like a limited amount of space to sleep. So everybody got to make, you know what I'm saying? That's what it looked like. But I'm like, these random grown men. Word. You know what I'm saying? So I walk in, um, there's two inmates standing up against the wall, watching the rest of the inmates sleep. So I'm looking at them, they look at me, they in shock to see me. I'm just like, yeah, I'm in here for sure. <laughs> <laughs> look to my left, that's where the bathroom is. It's his own separate room, but it's made of glass. So we, everybody in the cell can see into it. 
um, it's a sink. The toilet is a hole in the ground which you squat over to use. And then uh, showers, the water holes with a shower head tied to it. Black mold all on the walls, gnats and shit flying around. Um, it's a TV in the cell mounted above the door. And uh, it's a camera high up in the corner of the room capturing the entire space. So, goddamn, I approached the, the slumber party <laughs> and tried to find a spot where I could lie down. And one of the office, uh, one of the inmates that's standing up, taking a watch, wakes two of the inmates up to make room for me, and they do. So I put my bowl and my spoon in, in the cubby up underneath the bunks. And shit, I just lie down, looking up at the ceiling, at the bright ass light, and just like, oh, this shit is for real. Like, <laughs> Man. I'm really in here for sure, you know what I'm saying? Don't nobody know where I'm at. I ain't been able to make contact with nobody. I don't know. These folks ain't explained nothing to me. I've been signing a bunch of shit, don't know what I'm signing. I don't know what's gonna happen. Well, most hosts gotta know I'm in here. That's most importantly. And that won't probably occur until this weekend when I don't show up for work. Cause I was supposed to, I was supposed to be at an event today and I was gonna meet friends yeah. there and coworkers. So I did show up to the event. So I'm sure that was like, we okay, he didn't show up. They, I'm sure they called me and I ain't answered. And so when I don't show up for work, oh yeah, that's gonna be a definite red flag. Like, okay, something, something doesn't happen to us. I'm like, okay, that's gonna be a red flag. And I had a girlfriend at the time. So I'm like, I already know. She don't hear from me after a couple messages. That's gonna mm -hmm. raise another red flag. So I'm like, okay, I just gotta be patient. As of right now, bro, just get some rest and night one. And that's the first chapter. That's an <laughs> that's an introduction if I've ever heard one. That's like a series, oh, like yeah, yeah. not just a movie. That's like episode one. Yeah, <laughs> the series. <laughs> oh me. Like it gotta be fourteen episodes. Day yeah. one. Day <laughs> two. And go for real. And go. After after the end of the book. So we don't <laughs> spoil any of that. Uh, what what have you sort of been doing uh, as as of late, as of recently? Well, so yeah, I still I still teach. Mm -hmm. um, I coach high school football as well. Awesome. Definitely selling my books. I got another book coming it's very, very soon. It's a romance novel, and it piggybacks off of 14 Days as well. Really? Okay. Your girl's gonna love you for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> write a book about it or write a song. <laughs> I'm partnering with a nonprofit organization called the UMAE Foundation, and we work with just children in education, athletics, mm -hmm. life skills, um, you name it. You know what I'm saying? Just multiple assets, multiple facets. Um, so, and mainly where I come into play is, especially, well, of course, the tutoring aspect, you know, mm -hmm. but also just life skills uh, um, with teens that uh, fall victim to drugs, that are, you know what I'm saying, or mm -hmm. have run-ins with the law enforcement at an early age. And so we just use my book as a learning, you know what I'm saying, as part of our lessons, you know what I'm saying, just breaking it down and, you know what I'm saying, just offering them just different perspectives and uh, outlets of what you can do based on mm -hmm. your situation, you know what I'm saying? And how to better yourself from it, far as letting it demotivate you and define you and all of that other shit, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I, I got my hands different, a little bit of different things for sure. And lots of different things. I, I respect you very much for doing, um, for doing that, especially with the service to children, which is something I'm incredibly passionate about. Well, yeah, what is, what, what would be a suggestion for, or this is some, these are things obviously, obviously that you're doing, but what is some of the, the, the steps you would take influence that, that awareness of other cultures, some of those things that you do in those mentoring programs? 
I was just tell, and everybody comes from different circumstances. Everybody's circumstances aren't the same. So, but you know what I'm saying? You just got to play the cards that you was dealt the best that you can. And, um, know that adversity introduces a man to himself or introduces a woman to, the, to herself. So don't be afraid of failure. Most importantly, take what you need to take from every situation. Praise yourself when you when you winning and when you losing shit, still got them deprived for the lessons that you're gaining. And um, don't quit. That's the only distinguishing quality between whoever else is going through this or is finna go through this journey of just, you know what I'm saying, discovering themselves and you know what I'm saying? Already on their journey. You know what I'm saying? Just don't quit. You know what I'm saying? Keep your eyes on the prize. And uh, really just, you know what I'm saying? Learn yourself. Most importantly, learn who you are. A lot of people don't know nothing about themselves. Can't even uh, elaborate on anything about anything, who they are and where they come from. You know what I'm saying? Why they are the way that they are. You know what I'm saying? None of that. So I just like really learn you. Right. And to, the best way I can suggest somebody learn themselves, take you a little getaway trip. Just you. Mm -hmm. No phone, no, you know what I'm saying? No contact to the outside world. You know what I'm saying? If you use your phone to navigate just because you're going to be yep. someplace. Those places you ain't been before. You know what I'm saying? Only use your phone when you, like, just because when you need it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, cut out all communication to the rest, uh, rest of the world. And just spend time with yourself and see how much you really, really learn. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. And also just, you know, just a lot of reflection, self-reflection. But um, yeah, just learn yourself and you know what I'm saying? Which, learning yourself, you're, that's why I pose this question. Mm -hmm. right, the knowledge that you have of yourself and your people and where you fall into play based on your family tree, are you chasing a dream or are you fulfilling your purpose? And I quote that uh, from DeMarco Redding. So it's like, are you chasing a dream or are you fulfilling your purpose? For me, mm -hmm. football, I was chasing a dream. It got me to where I wanted to go and put me in a position to where I needed to be. But that mm -hmm. wasn't the purpose. What I'm doing now is purpose. Is the purpose. So it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's and the that's a lot of, to digest, you know, because yeah. it's when when you ad advising it, that's exactly what you're doing. Like you're in it. Like you have to start at this place, right, and, and do those things, and then when you're saying it, it's just like. It's that simple because I've done it or I'm doing it. But when you're telling someone or like a child, especially, ch especially children that have to remember to retain that, a, a, regardless of the environment they're in, the, regardless of their parents' mindset, it's like, I know that sounds good. That's the perfect thing. How am I supposed to do that? Yeah, <laughs> right. <I mean. laughs> yeah, it's that's and that's why I'm 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 so respectful of, of those foundations that you have these things that you tell the children, but then you're actually influencing this thing. And then I mean there's obviously I think there's need to be more program in the way of re teaching and conditioning parents themselves Thanks. to not only encourage their children, but the situations that they're in currently, they need to encourage themselves and follow their purpose, right? Instead of living this day by day thing, which is so hot, detrimental and so popular. That's the most prevalent thing in most households, but overwhelmingly the black household is like just living day by day. <laughs> it's, it's it's reality, but it's not what the way it should be, 
whatsoever. Oh, no, without a doubt. Hell no. Well, that's, that's a whole nother time. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that another time. I definitely would like to do another episode, especially with your sister, for sure. Yes, I'll, 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 I'll let her away, and we'll definitely do that, yeah. Thank you so much, Chance. Uh, 14 Days in Beijing, everyone. That's available on Amazon. He said he's got a free three-chapter preview. I'm going to buy the book. And do you, do you want to make an audio version? It's been a process for right on. Uh, it's been a process for a year now. Just because it's it's a very detailed story, so I want the audio book to be just as detailed. You understand? Know it's still a project. It's coming. Though. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Audio book in progress. I'm going to link that book below. What's the name of that foundation again? You may foundation. So U M A Y. U-M-A-Y Foundation. I'll put that in the link as well. Find out more information about that. Thank you all, everyone, for joining us, listening or watching. And we will see you all. Be blessed, stay blessed. And we'll see you next time. Blessings and balance.